0: Tehillim Tzadi Aleph ninety one David HaMalach concludes and he says Emoi says that I'm with you in your hardships in your travails that you're going through. So there's a beautiful mechalta, But the mechalta writes that so long as the Jewish people are in exile, Kaviachlo, so to speak, the Shechina, the divine presence, is in exile with us. And the mechalta questions that maybe this is only the nation. What about the individual's hardships? Says the vetar. I am with him, the individual, with his hardship that he's going through. Every single Jew that's going through a hard time has to realize Hashem is with him in his troubles. Imo, with him, even the individual, not just the nation. Imo, with each individual person, HaKadosh Baruch comes with him through his hardships. And when Hashem is with us, we know that it's going to be good and we're going to get ahead of it. Tehillim Tzadi Beis Base, Sheh Shabbas, HaShabbos Tov Lahodos How good is it to praise and to thank Hashem This Tehillim say to teach us Was said by Adam Marish himself Now the Zohar HaKadosh tells us the backstory Of why he said this to Tehillim When Cain had just killed his brother Hevel And he comes back from HaKadosh Baruch And Hashem had told him that I'm going to punish you very badly And he comes to Adam And Adam says what happened? And Cain says, Hashem already forgave me for half of the punishment. And Adam says, how is that possible? He responds, he says, very simple, I did Teshuvah. I repented in front of Akkadish Baruch Hu, And my repentance got me immediately that half my punishment's gone away. Adam Marisha says, I never knew how powerful Teshuvah was. And he immediately said, Tov Lahodos l'Hashem. How good is it, Lahodos could also mean to admit. How good is it to do Teshuvah before HaKadosh Baruch Hu? We do Teshuvah and immediately HaKadosh Baruch Hu starts the process of forgiveness. In Tehillim Tzadik, Gilmul, David HaMalach talks about Mikolos, Mayim, Rabim, Adirim, the roar of the mighty waters, Adirim, Ishburayam. And then he goes on to talk about the Beis HaMikdash. And he says, Leves Chana Avakodesh, to your home, to your dwelling place, the holy dwelling place. What's the connection between the water of creation and the Beis HaMikdash? Says the Zohar HaKadosh. Davon HaMalach prayed HaKadosh Baruch And he said like this. Just like when he created the world. The water was everywhere. But you realize that wasn't a good idea to have water everywhere. And he separated it. And he said dry land here, water there. So too. Yes, your Shekhinah, your divine presence is everywhere. It fills the world. But it's fitting to have it in one place. Specific area more than other places. Leves Avakodesh. It makes sense. It's fitting for your holiness to be in this house in the Beis HaMikdash. And that was his. Prayed at Baruch That the Shekhinah should be in the base of HaMikdash More than everywhere else Just like you separated the water from the dry land You should separate that there's an intense Shekhinah In the base of HaMikdash And then he concluded Hashem Le'orech That it shouldn't just be there temporarily But should be in the base of HaMikdash forever Until the end of days yamim. In Tehillim Thadi Dalad 94 Dabbal HaMelech writes Ashrei Agaver. Praiseworthy, blessed is the person that Baruch Hu makes him suffer. Talam and teaches him from his Torah. So there's a Gemara in Brachas, for the Gemara writes If a person sees that Yisurim are coming upon him, the person starting to suffer in life, should immediately think about what Avera may I have done that caused me that Hashem is bringing suffering to me. It's a wake up call. What happens if I search? I did a real soul searching and I didn't come up with anything. I could always assume that it's because of the sin of Bethel Torah, that I haven't studied enough Torah. I could have spent a little more time studying Torah in my day. And the source is from this passage, because Ashri Gavar, praised is the person Hashem brings his upon him. And what's always the reason? What's the default underlying reason? When we taroschat down, down, it's because of your Torah. I could have studied a little bit more Torah and I didn't. And that's always the default reason why suffering will come upon the person to wake him up, that we should put in as much time as we can to learn from our Kaddish Baruch holy Torah. Tohilam Tzadihei L'chunur Anunna we say it every Friday night. Dovah d'Hem'Alech says that we are Hashem's people hayom today. In Bekodos if we listen to Hashem's voice. There's an unbelievable Gemara in Sanhedrin in Parachalek where it says that Rebushua Ben-Levi met Eliyahu Navi, And he says to Eliyahu, when is Mashiach coming? Eliyahu tells him, why don't you just go and ask him himself? So he goes and finds Mashiach and he says to him, when are you coming? Mashiach says, Hayom, I'm coming today. So Rebushua Ben-Levi goes running back to Eliyahu and he says that Mashiach just lied to me. Because he said he's coming today and he didn't come. Eliyahu said, you didn't understand. He was saying, Hayom, today, like David HaMalach is saying, Im If you listen to his voice, if we start listening to our Hashem, then Mashiach will come today. And what we're being taught over here is, is that Mashiach is ready to come today. He's just waiting for us to do the other half of the Pasuk. The second of the Jewish people, listen to Hashem's voice. The way we should, the Mashiach will be here right now. He's waiting any moment to come. Hayom He will come today, so long as we do our part of In chapter 96, the second Tehillim that we say Friday night during Kabbalah Shabbos. David HaMalach writes, Praise to Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Bless His name. Basru miyom, liyom Yeshua Announce the news of his salvation every day. So the Radak says a fascinating insight. He writes that in general, when we tell news to somebody else, we say it one time, we say it twice, but there's a limit to how many times we'll repeat the same item of news. It gets boring. He says the news of the final geula, the arrival of Mashiach is going to be such big news that we're going to every day tell over to other people. Did you hear that Mashiach came? We're never going to tire of it. It's going to be so exciting, it's going to be so uplifting to us that every day it's going to be the top of the news. Did you hear that Mashiach came? We're going to repeat the news of the arrival of Mashiach every single day. In Tehillim Sadi Zion, chapter 97, the third one we say on Friday night, David writes, Ohave Hashem, writes, Those who love Hashem have a hatred of evil. This Fasamis explains that if we really love Hashem, if we're truly close to Him, it should bother us to no end the desecration of Hashem's name that's taking place in the world today. We shouldn't just be able to say that, all right, it's okay, there are people out there that are desecrating His name, going against His wishes, as long as we're doing the right thing, that's okay. If we really care about Hashem, if we are real or have Hashem, there's got to come with a sinu ra, there's got to be a hatred of evil, it's got to bother us to the point that we hate it. How could people be going against Hashem, our loving Father, our loving King? If we are really Ohavi Hashem, it will always come together with a sinura. In Tehillim Tzadiches, David el writes an interesting thing. He writes that when oh, Mashiach comes, uchaf. The rivers are going to be clapping the hands. Now what does this mean that rivers are clapping the hands? There's a Medrash that says that when Mashiach comes, not just the Jewish people will be singing and praising Hashem. But the Ummas HaOlem, the nations of the world, are all going to be thanking Hashem for this greatness of the arrival of Mashiach. Says the Medrash, that's only the nations. What about the rivers? Are they going to be praising Hashem? The answer is yes. The rivers themselves are going to be clapping their hands. What this means is that when Mashiach comes, the world will have arrived at its completion. Everything will be in its right place. Right now where we're in exile, things are out of place. The world isn't running the way it should really be running at full capacity. And when Mashiach comes, it's not just the people that are going to be happy. The nations of the world are going to be happy. Existence itself is going to be happy. The rivers themselves are going to be expressing the joy that the world finally is running the way it should be. In Tehillim 99, David HaMalach writes about the levels of Moshe and Aaron and Shmuel, and then he says an interesting passage. He says, Hashem, you answered them. You were a forgiven God to them. But And you avenged their iniquities right away. So the commentaries explain what this means is. That it's the best case scenario for Hashem to punish a person immediately after they do a sin. Because immediate punishment means immediate forgiveness and the person can move on with a clean slate. Moshe, the second he went to drop out of line, Hashem punished them, they couldn't go to Israel. Aaron, the second he went to drop out of line, got his punishment. And the same thing happened to Shmuel. And the reason why Hashem did this was out of kindness. He wanted to forgive them. And because he wanted to forgive them immediately, That's why he right away punished them. Immediate punishment means immediate forgiveness. In Tehillim Kuf, chapter 100, David HaMalik writes a famous pasuk, If do as Hashem b'simcha, serve Hashem with joy. The Chidar writes, the difference between serving Hashem, doing Torah mitzvahs with joy, without joy. He says that we're not obligated to do it with joy. If we want, we have the right to say that I'm doing Torah, and mitzvahs, and I'm doing it because I have to do it, but I'm not excited about it. And he writes that we're not obligated to do it with joy, but if we do it with simcha, he says there's a whole new level of reward. Because we're showing Hashem that we're doing more than what we're obligated. We're doing this because we want to do it. We're doing it because we're honored to serve you. It's famous that our Rizal said about himself, that the great levels that he reached in Kabbalah, that we can't imagine the loftiness of what he reached. He merited to reach it because he served and did all the mitzvahs with simcha.